2020. Hello, it's the Y'all Show. We are back for a whole new show in a whole new year in a whole new decade. And boy, we're going to have a bunch of fun and we're just so glad that you could be part of the fun. Yes, this is a show for the next two hours. We'll discuss everything Southern. And that is what we do. And we're glad that you could join us. Hey, our number, if you want to connect us, 803-816-1170. On the web, we are at the all new, although it won't be, we can't say that much longer because we rolled out the new improve y'all.com in 2019. But for the, man, for the short term, we'll still keep calling it the all new, the all awesome y'all.com. Go to our website, y'all.com, where we have a lot of really cool stories going up every day. Multiple stories worth your read. Check it out, y'all.com. On Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, look for y'all.com and the at y'all show on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can just reach out to us any way you feel like it. We've, we've got some nice letters in over the holidays. We'll appreciate, we appreciate that. And we'll share some of that with you here as we go forward here on the y'all show. I am John and I'm glad to be back here in the host chair for a whole new year of the y'all show where we're going to just be having a lot of new additions throughout this year. One of our really cool announcements that we'll be unveiling pretty soon is that we'll have more and more video interviews. We've got some really cool stuff coming our way, and we'll be sharing that in just the coming days, not even months or weeks. Just in the next few days, we'll have a video element of the show that's going to be a lot more accessible is the best word, I guess, for us to share with you. So stay tuned for that. Appreciate all you sticking with us throughout the holidays. Yes, we were on a little bit of a hibernation period for a couple of weeks. I found after doing talk shows and radio shows for 17 years now and being involved in radio now, gosh, it's been 31 years since I got involved in this crazy business that uh, the the time around Christmas and New Year's, most people kind of check out, frankly. And they're doing more important things like spending time with friends and family. They don't necessarily, A, want to be listening to a show like this, or B, they are, in my case, I have a lot of really stellar guests that come on my show on a regular basis. I don't want to bother them over the Christmas break. And so what I do as a tradition is we allow our guests like the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans, Precious Harris, our country music insider, and our other great guests like Jonathan Lifite to enjoy a couple of weeks away from the Y'all Show. We run for our radio affiliates a best ofs for the couple of weeks we're off the air. So if you are listening to us now for the first time in 2020 on the radio stations that we broadcast on, thank you for sticking with us through the encore, the greatest hits of the Y'all Show over the last few weeks. And we're back at it now with all new shows for the short term and long term both. But also, if you're listening to us right now via our podcast option, where you can find the Y'all Show on a couple of streaming apps like iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and the Apple Podcast apps, shirts for Y'all Show, we're right there free of charge. If you're listening to us on the podcast forum and you've noticed we haven't been updating our show over the last couple of weeks, well, that's why. We took a little little holiday hiatus. Hopefully, you'll understand. Hopefully, you also enjoyed a nice little break from, from the norm, perhaps, and enjoyed time with friends and family, had lots of great food, watched lots of football perhaps speaking of football as we told you here on the y'all show you can connect to us anytime you want to our number to do that is 803-816-1170 and i got a text just the other day about general gridiron which was part of our fall programming here on the y'all show where we had the two-hour y'all kickoff show on fridays and since we ran some encores for some of our radio affiliates 
they had a chance to listen to some of the bold bold bowl projections from general gridiron and more and i got a a wise guy text in over the break from a listener of the y'all show that asked this question who was the general of those bowl picks george b mcclellan terrible just plain terrible well listener we appreciate you listening to us on one of our great stations (laughs) the problem with projecting bowl games is you don't know what these 18 to 21 year old kids really are thinking when they go off to a bowl game and so i don't know what bowl picks you're picking on the general about over the bowl season their caller but some of the bowls turned out as expected and then you had some of them were really kind of an upset and that's why i guess this this person who will remain will, will remain anonymous to you because they didn't share their name with us they had they, they had some fun there and they invoked the civil war with that george b mcclellan reference there the yankee general that got replaced by ulysses s grant around 1863 and the war turned out pretty well for the north going forward after the switch from mcclellan but yeah some of my picks or the general's picks or whoever you want to call it were were way off no doubt about it but some were to be expected in fact if you go back and listen mr person that calls general gridiron george b mcclellan i'm pretty darn sure General Gridiron projected an LSU-Clemson national championship game, and he projects that Clemson will be victorious come this Monday night on the 13th of January for the national championship game of college football. So until Clemson loses, don't hold that projection from General Gridiron against us here on the Y'all Show because the, the, the one pick that matters, the national champion, is still up for grabs and general gridiron i'm pretty darn sure you can go rewind the tape there i'm pretty sure general gridiron projected the tigers from death valley yeah the death valley in clemson south carolina to be the national champions not necessarily what yours true john raw wants now let me be very clear that's not what i'm hoping for but that's what general gridiron projects to happen so Hey, isn't it fun? Aren't you glad we're back? And hopefully y'all enjoyed watching all the college football games. Even the NFL games were pretty exciting. Even this past weekend, man, some great wild card games. In fact, we'll talk a little NFL with you at the start of the next hour. Coming up, in addition to talking about football in the second hour, Jerry Short's going to be joining us with a little short stories. We'll find out what he thinks of the killing of the Iranian general in Baghdad. And, of course, Jerry is a guy who served in our armed forces. He was in the reserves of the special forces. And I want to weigh in, get him to kind of share in, share in the thought process of, of what happened there in Baghdad over the last couple of days. And we'll also have some fun talking with the Teller of Tales from Takapola in hour number two. Also coming up in the Y'all Show this hour, we'll have our Y'all Street Business Report midway through today's first hour. And included in that, we'll take a look at some new numbers that have just come out from the U.S. Census Bureau And we've got some population changes that are affecting positively most of our southern states, 
but there's a couple of southern states that are going down or the 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 growth is not what you would have expected for some of our southern states and that affects business it also affects politics and we'll discuss that in our y'all street business report in the next segment and before we wrap up this first hour we'll have hashtag huddle our first edition of that for the year 2020 that's where we go on social media and discover some of the wildest informative and sometimes intriguing information out there on social media all that here on hour one of today's y'all show well talking more about what's happening in our country in our world after the killing of iranian general Qasem soleimani over the last couple of days our forces from the united states are being activated not all but there are certain numbers that are being sent to the mid-east and this is affecting places like fort bragg north carolina as soldiers had to say goodbye with very little notice as they are being put on alert members of the 82nd Airborne Division at Fort Bragg got the call to head east and help be a defense force if need be if Iran does retaliate and those retaliations come at the expense of our military personnel from this country or our assets. So we want to hope for all of you who are affected by this call up of what the Associated Press calls some 3,500 members of the 82nd Air Force Division's Airborne Division, rather, their Quick Deployment Brigade, if you're affected by that or you have family members who are part of that, and other units are being sent over to the Middle East as we speak or have already headed that way. We hope for the absolute best result from all this. I don't think any of us want to see this country back into another war in the Middle East and a war with Iran will be a really rough war to be a part of so let's hope for the absolute best let's all pray for the best here but yes with our southern installations fort bragg fort campbell our naval institutions that are here the places in the southeast like pensacola florida and then jacksonville florida then of course our air force bases are key our marine corps presence in camp lejeune and also of course the other installations they have around the country Our thoughts are with our U.S. military and our leadership of our country here in this very trying time. Now, over the past weekend, you had protests around the country who were out. We live in a country where you can protest, so I I don't want to be too critical over their right of free speech. But you had 70 planned protests organized by an organization called Code Pink, and they were out protesting the decision to kill the Iranian general Soleimani, the head of Iran's elite Quds force, and who had been blamed for attacks on American troops and allies for many, many decades. And these protesters gathering at places around the country, including Miami, where about 50 people gathered there. Drivers heard people shouting, no more drone murders. We want peace now. What do we want? Peace in Iran. Well, we do want peace in Iran for sure, but we want peace in Iraq and we want it all over the place. We'll talk to Jared Short a lot about a lot of this, but Yes, you had your typical national protest around the country in places that you would expect. But here in the South, a few people, at least over the weekend, exercising their free speech rights to go out and hold up signs about not accepting the war. And some people want the U.S. out of Iraq, not Iran. We're not in Iran, but they want us out of Iraq right now. Iraq wants us out of Iraq. At least I think their leadership does. President Trump sent a tweet out over the weekend suggesting that If you want us out, you're going to have to repay us all the unbelievable amounts of money the U.S. has spent there. Let's not forget, of course, we spent 
trillions of money more than likely in iraq defending that country we also lost a lot of great americans in that conflict over the years of the iraq war and that can't be repaid we we can have a check written out to us but nobody can replace the precious lives lost in that war and of course the controversy of that war remains of why should we have even have been in the iraq war that started in 2003 but right now we're trying to avoid if we can an iranian war if at all possible now to mississippi with news going on here in this state developing news from parchman that's the main prison in the state of mississippi it's been a couple of rough days for the mississippi department of corrections as five inmates died in that prison from violence and that happened in the last couple of days of 2019 into 2020. And then two of the inmates in Parchman escaped. One was caught over the weekend. And as least of now, as far as I know, the other one's still on the lam. The corrections department said that a man named Dylan Williams was discovered missing from Parchman during an emergency count over the weekend. He's serving a life sentence for two aggravated assault convictions in Harrison County. That's Biloxi and Gulfport. And he is serving this 40-year sentence for residential burglary. That's his cohort there, there in the Parchman Penitentiary in the Mississippi Delta. So one of those escapees out on the loose, at least it looks like as of right now, if he's not already in custody there in the Magnolia State. But yes, to have five people die is absolutely unfortunate there for Mississippi. And maybe that's part of the reason these two prisoners escaped from this prison after this 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 kind of a outbreak of violence there the governor of mississippi who's actually stepping down later this week because his term will end and tate reeves will take over as the governor of mississippi phil bryant tweeted over the weekend that he directed the use of all necessary assets and personnel to find the inmates who escaped from the mississippi state penitentiary in parchment in the mississippi delta now speaking of prisoners and people being on the lam a person that escaped a South Carolina prison 40 years ago has now been caught in Delaware, and they were caught after they were arrested for being drunk in public. Not exactly a wise move for Jose Romero, who was part of a prison work crew when he took off on December 13, 1979. He had seven years to go on an 18-year prison sentence for armed robbery, and he went behind bars Back on New Year's Day, after spending 40 years on the lam, he was caught, and he was apprehended in Dover, Delaware, where he was living under the name Amaldo Figuera, and he became a fugitive when he was 24 years old, but had escaped all those years, 40 years now, but because of his being drunk in public, <laughs> it alerted the authorities, and now he is back in prison no more freedom for this man who had been gone for 40 years. More news coming out of South Carolina. Unfortunately, this is tragic news. Authorities in the Florence area are investigating the fatal shooting of an airport public safety officer there. A man shot and killed the officer on Sunday morning during a traffic stop at Florence Regional Airport. The man, whose name was not released on Sunday, initially fled but was later captured by Florence County, South Carolina deputies. Investigation currently going by the SLED, the State Law Enforcement Department, and they declined to release any additional information. Don't have the name, again, of this airport officer who was killed in the line of duty in Florence, South Carolina, 
on Sunday. And we know that over the course of our hiatus of producing the Y'all Show, we had several deaths in our southern law enforcement. We want to keep all those families, especially at the holiday period. Some were killed in the line of duty. Some were they were killed in the line of duty, but not necessarily by a bad guy. They may have gotten in a wreck or things like that. Our, our thoughts are with all of you and all of our, our heroes in blue living with us now are those who we lost over the holidays. How about this story t- coming from Louisiana? A w- crazy story from Baton Rouge to start the year. Okay, so a person died in Baton Rouge right at the start of the year. And when the authorities went to investigate this death they ruled it as a drug overdose in baton rouge and this was kind of standard operating procedure so okay the funeral home comes and picks up the body after the authorities declared this accidental drug overdose well the funeral home does their job and they uncovered a mistake while they were preparing the body of this person and they found out the person didn't die of a drug overdose he had been murdered as there was a bullet in the body there and the coroner's office had to go back and reassess this homicide and now the family of joa ross is now aware that this was the first homicide not a accidental drug overdose a homicide in baton rouge of 2020 crazy story there as originally ruled an overdose now a gunshot wound found in the body while preparing for the funeral there in baton rouge louisiana all right this is a story that's been ongoing in different faiths and it continues to create a lot of controversy as the united methodist church met over the christmas and new year's break and they're trying to figure out what to do about the whole gay issue gay marriage as well as gay clergy and a proposal is in front of the united methodist church leadership right now A proposal called a protocol of reconciliation and grace through separation and according to this proposal you'll see a amicable split in which conservative churches form a new denomination and retain their assets the new denomination of methodists will also receive 25 million dollars this proposal was signed in december by a 16 member panel so you're likely to see if this goes forward the United Methodist Church split up over gay marriage, gay clergy, similar to the Lutheran Church, the Episcopal Church, and even the Presbyterian Church. The, what is it, PCA, I think, is the more so-called liberal Presbyterian Church as opposed to the Presbyterian It's a little confusing, I'll be honest with you. PC and PCUSA. I think it's PCA that's... I apologize, Presbyterians, if I get this wrong. (laughs) One of the two is a little bit more liberal. One is more open to gay marriage and gay clergy. One is not. And go Google yourself if you're going to find out. But it appears that the Methodist Church, which staved off an effort to split up the church in a vote, I think, this past summer, is now going to likely be split up. So for the Methodists, it's going to get confusing for you, too. And churches will not be what they've been for probably hundreds of years going forward in the term all because of this change by some would call it welcome change with some of the what some would say a horrible change churches and gay rights all right cops in florida are investigating after a neighbor has mistaken a parrot for a woman screaming for help <laughs> well polly want a cracker i don't think so the cops went to this home in lake worth beach florida after receiving reports of a woman screaming they went in and found out that no it wasn't a woman screaming it was a bird 
and the homeowner's pet parrot who had a lot to say was letting it be known that they were wanting a visit i guess by the police as they got to this house just before new year's eve after this neighbor there in lake worth beach florida called the authorities over these pleas for help and home security footage shows the husband fixing his wife's car as four deputies approached the driveway and his 40 year old parrot named rambo is heard yelling help let me out <laughs> the unidentified man then called out the parrot's name and went to fetch him to introduce the squealing culprit to deputies rambo meet the boys in green the man said before showing the men some of rambo's tricks so rambo the bird screaming help help let me out gets a woman to call the police there in florida <laughs> that is a wacky story to start a year but I, I guess they didn't have a lot of fireworks going off there in that part of florida on new year's eve to i guess outdo the screaming bird selling if you're gonna train a bird tricks don't get them to yell help let me out <laughs> but that's funny all right more florida animal news as yana cespedes the new york mets pitcher who was a native of cuba he has fractured his ankle now he's had some injuries over the last year or so and i think set out most of the 2019 baseball season well the mets pitching ace is now out after he fractured his ankle and do you know what caused this ankle he fractured his ankle because he had a wild boar encounter. And this happened in Port St. Lucie at his ranch there in Florida. And he had a violent fall. And unfortunately for him, this is going to cost him a minimum of $15.7 million. And it could cost him as much as $30 million. All that because of the way his contract was set up there with Major League Baseball as he was out on his ranch and he stepped into a hole after encountering this wild boar in Port St. Lucie. And sure enough, it's going to be a major, major problem for this Mets player. I guess you would call him a star. But yes, sure enough, a wild boar. I think he had set a trap to help catch these wild boars in Florida. And I think one turned on him is what happened. Cespedes signed a four-year, $110 million contract after the 2016 season. He's played just 119 games since that time due to a variety of injuries. But right now, if he wants to make the opening day roster and try to make up some of this money, he better stay healthy and stay away from wild boars there in the southern portion of Florida where you'll find that part of the wild boar population. All right, more stories coming in from the Southeast here in the y'all. And hey, if you're lucky, you've stayed away from the flu over the last couple of weeks we've been off the air. Unfortunately, news coming in from the state of Alabama, they've had three flu-related deaths in the Yellowhammer State over the last couple of days, all because of the widespread flu that's going on. This, according to the state health officials, confirmed there these three health, these three flu-related deaths. The Alabama Department of Public Health in Montgomery said significant flu activity has been detected in seven of eight districts in the state, with only Mobile listed as having no significant influenza activity. The highest levels of the flu in Alabama reported are in the southeastern area of the state, where almost 14% of all doctors' visits are due to flu are flu-like illnesses. The Centers for Disease Control estimates so far this season there have been at least 6.4 million flu illnesses, 55,000 hospitalizations, 
and 2,900 deaths from flu. 2,900. Flu season is now through March, in case you're wondering. So please stay well and do like me. Go get your flu shot if you haven't had it. Usually you can find them pretty easy at pharmacies, doctor's offices, and in a lot of cases, they're free. Just check, find out. But let's all make the flu go away as as quickly as possible and make it all through 2020 as healthy as possible. All right, our last story from the headlines across the Southeast today, and this is a story that's a great story to tell you about for a Texas man who was missing for 11 days in the Grand Canyon And luckily, we can report that 58-year-old Martin Edward O'Connor of LaPorte, Texas, has now been found after he went missing at the Grand Canyon. And after 11 days, he's now been flown out of the canyon in a helicopter and is undergoing a medical evaluation. National Park Service confirming that Mr. O'Connor is going to be, it looks like, okay, found alive after 11 days in, in the Grand Canyon. Not a place you really want to be alone authorities said o'connor's in stable condition but declined to release information on whether he suffered injuries as a result of being in the park during these wintry conditions the national park service said they found him on the rugged new hance trail one of the most difficult trails on the canyon's south rim before being located on o'connor was last seen at the lodge in grand canyon village on december 22nd this texan Alive after, again, 11 days missing at the Grand Canyon. That's a great story to start the 2020 edition of the Y'all Show. When we come back, we've got some business news to share with you. Some big news for Delta as they're in the news. And also, we'll tell you about some population trends going on here in Dixie. All that in our Y'all Street Business Report. And all that comes up next. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) 
For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. It's Friday night, baby, get ready, set, go. Gonna take it to the crystal and a picture show. Well, the sky's the limit, there's no price too high. Baby, you're the apple of my eye. Got my paycheck in my pocket and some gas in the tank. Honey, your love's better than money in the bank. We're back into the Y'all Show on this first day of the work week for many of you. I'm John Rawl. 803-816-1170 is how you can connect to us here as we start out this segment with a little business news and more from across the Southeast on this, the two-hour show each week and each day of each week, all about the Southeast. And we know now some numbers that are coming out from the U.S. Census Bureau as they've had a little report come out that shows the U.S. population in 2019 continued to show the nation's growth is slowing the nation's growth is slowing. The country's population, 328,239,523. And that grew by 0.5% between 2018 and 2019, an additional 1.5 million people. Now, how does that affect the Southeast here in this report that we're telling you about? The most populous states in the country, by the way, Florida, is in there. Texas is in there, but the number one state, no surprise, remains California. California with almost 40 million residents, 39.5 million people, almost 40 there for Cali. Texas comes in at almost 29 million. Texas, a big, big population growth and a big boom in that state. Florida has right at 21.5 million residents. Also in the South, Georgia is pushing near 11 million residents. North Carolina at 10.5 million residents. How does that stack up with like New York? New York is the fourth largest state. Pennsylvania, the fifth largest state in the country. Now, where are we in terms of numeric growth for our country? Well, that's where the South is doing big time as far as we're booming. The Sun Belt is big time big time big <laughs> texas is your leading state in terms 
of the numeric growth as it went up 367,000 residents from 28 million 628 to 28995 in 2018 to 2019. So again, a big jump there for Texas. Florida, 233,000 more people in 2019 as compared to 2018. Arizona's at three. North Carolina, 106,000 new people as opposed to 2018 for the old North state. Georgia, 106,000 more people in 2019 as compared to 2018. South Carolina, how about this? 65,000 new sand lappers from one year to the next there in South Carolina. Tennessee checks in with about 58,000 new volunteers in the year 2019. And then Nevada checks in at number 10. So we've got huge growth going on in the states of the South. And that's big news for some of you. I told you about South Carolina being in that top 10. South Carolina was in the top 10 for percent growth for the state. It's a 1.3% growth there that South Carolina, you could say, enjoyed in 2019. And that's going to affect some of the way they do the districting of of Congress in 2020 when the census is going on. That's one of the things this year provides. It's a, in addition to a November election for president, you're going to have the census in 2020. And this, of course, the population helps determine how many representatives you have for each of your states. But that new information coming out from the Census Bureau, some of the states growing, some not growing as fast as you might think. And I didn't mention Alabama in that. I didn't mention Mississippi as some of your leading states for growth. And that could be alarming to some of you out there. In fact, I think I saw where Alabama is likely to actually lose a congressman in the next time. And I guess 2022, they're going to lose a district in the state of Alabama because of some of this growth in these other states, perhaps Tennessee, perhaps Georgia are going to get an additional congressional district because of the way they reapportion all of that. Let's talk a little business news now on the Y'all Show. Delta is suing, at least some of the employees of Delta Airlines are suing Land's Inn for alleging new uniforms that they have there from Land's Inn are making them sick. What's going on in Atlanta, Georgia, as a class action lawsuit filed against Land's Inn? The uniforms, according to the lawsuit, they are making the airline employees sick. The Dodgeville, Wisconsin-based Land's Inn, which do make really good jackets, by the way, they have manufactured Delta's new uniforms, and this lawsuit was filed saying at least 90% of which of the people filing are flight attendants, and they're getting sick there. As these new uniforms debuted back in 2018, the lawsuit says that the employees who work in various capacities including these flight attendants, but also ramp and gate agents there. They are complaining of respiratory illnesses, rashes, blisters, boils, hair loss, and more. All this at Land's End. I don't know what they're putting in Land's End clothing these days, but it doesn't sound very good if you're a Land's End employee to have that go out there and and cause a lawsuit for you. But uh, I, have you seen the new Delta uniform? And, uh, I, I didn't know they'd change. Of course, yours truly has not actually flown commercially in a couple of years. So hopefully if they're making them sick, at least, and we hope they're they're really not, but if they are, they better look good. At least these lands in provided Delta uniforms. Let's go to North Carolina for an update on Lowe's home improvement stores. Lowe's is looking to hire 53,000 people additionally for the spring, as this will help 
their spring season, a very busy spring season. The jobs offered at Lowe's are both part and full-time roles. In 2019, about 50% of seasonal hires were converted to permanent jobs, according to Lowe's. So yes, Lowe's Home Improvement is big-time hiring across the country and in the South as CEO Marvin Ellison, who joined Lowe's from J.C. Penney in 2018, says that they're one of the company's weaknesses is trying to fill some of the jobs there, including tech-related jobs. And so they're looking to do a lot of hiring here. If you're looking for a job, check out Lowe's. Lowe's big rival, Georgia's own Home Depot, also is ramping up its hiring ahead of the spring. By the way, Lowe's shares down less than 1%. Last week, the stock has rallied over 30% over the past 12 months if you're a Lowe's Home Improvement stockholder. But yeah, looking to make big changes and make big additions to their workforce getting ready for a spring season. That's one of the things as we're into 2020. You better be thinking about that lawn. You better be thinking about the, the flowers and all the other accoutrements you need there for your house to make 2020 a beautiful, beautiful scenery there at your at your at your ranch, wherever that may be. Well, that's our Y'all Street Business Report. When we come back, we'll have hashtag Hollow Blue, where we go on social media and find some of the most fun and most informative stuff out there about the South. That's coming up next on Y'all. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. 
I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Keeping it Southern with you here on the Y'all Show, and that our official theme music for Hashtag Hullabaloo, our first Hashtag Hullabaloo of 2020. I am John, and this is the Y'all Show, where we go on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and more, and we find stuff that we think is pretty darn informative, pretty darn funny, or a little combination of both, and we share it with all of y'all right here on the Y'all Show. Well, Southern Living is active on Twitter at Southern underscore Living, and that's the longtime Birmingham-based media company that uh, has morphed with the times, I guess you could say, and they've got a Twitter account, and they got a pretty neat little thing they announced this week, so give Southern Living credit. They announced that Bluebell Ice Cream, they have their Mardi Gras King Cake flavor back. Yes. What in the world is the Brenham, Texas-based company doing with a Mardi Gras king cake ice cream? Well, we'll tell you all about that in a second. But speaking of Mardi Gras, did you know that as of today, January 6, 2020, it's officially Mardi Gras time in America, the world, the South, New Orleans, Mobile, Biloxi, wherever you might be, Vicksburg, Natchez, over in Lafayette, Lake Charles, Houston, yeah, all of Cajun country, Mardi Gras officially begins today, January 6th, and it lasts until Fat Tuesday, February 25th. Mark your calendars. Put on your green, gold, and purple. It's Mardi Gras, and I had to learn how to pronounce that after living in the Mid-South area. It's not Mardi. It's Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras time is here and enjoy some good king cakes while you're at it but in case you can't wait for the actual king cake in certain areas of the south according to bluebell they have this mardi gras king cake ice cream flavor and i'll tell you about that by the way since it is officially mardi gras today if you're in the big easy in the french quarter at seven o'clock new orleans time the crew of joan of arc or having a Mardi Gras parade. At 7.30, the Society des Champs Elise. That's going to take place in New Orleans in the French Quarter as Mardi Gras begins tonight. Now, in Uptown New Orleans, the Funny 40 Fellows starts at 7 o'clock, a parade there, Mardi Gras. And after that parade, you got the Funky Uptown Crew. 
in uptown New Orleans with a Mardi Gras parade this evening. And if you can't make it into the city of New Orleans, in Covington, they've got the Fools of Misrule parade that starts at 6 o'clock this evening, January 6th. It's Mardi Gras time in New Orleans. And again, all this is going to keep going on until we get to Fat Tuesday, February 25th this year. Easter, by the way, is April 12th, the day that the Civil War began, at least officially. Unofficially, it began on January 9th, 1861. Go Star of the West. But the April 12th date is when Easter is arriving. Sunday, April 12th. I wonder if that's going to be Master Sunday this year. That's when Easter arrives. Now, let me tell you more about this Mardi Gras king cake from Bluebell Ice Cream. According to Bluebell, the Mardi Gras-inspired dessert is made with a cinnamon cake-flavored ice cream, tasty pastry pieces, and a colorful cream cheese swirl with festive candy sprinkles bluebell enthusiasts may remember that mardi gras king cake is a combination of two previous flavors mardi gras which was introduced back in 2004 and then king cake which was first produced in 2006 and according to the officials at bluebell they still receive requests for both of those and they kind of combine them into this mardi gras king cake ice cream flavor available i won't tell you it's at your local walmart but it's certainly if you're in Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi area, and maybe Texas, for goodness sake, it ought to be in Texas since that's where Bluebell is, <laughs> you can check out Bluebell's Mardi Gras King Cake Ice Cream Flavor. Mmm, yummy, yummy, yummy. All right, let's keep some more good Southern food talk coming your way. Thanks to Robert Tripp Young MP. I don't know what NP means, but on Instagram, he's on there and is a weight loss specialist. So I guess a nurse practitioner. My apologies. That's what NP is. I apologize, Tripp Young, for not knowing that. But Tripp on Instagram this week wrote, Day 431, Virginia Diner Recovery Meal. And what he's got is a photo of some delicious, good-looking southern food there, Trip, Appreciate that on your trip as this Virginia Diner Recovery Meal. And he wrote on Instagram, I've changed so much, it is still surprising to be able to go out and make different, healthy, but satisfying choices. Snaps, as in snap beans, butter beans, and other southern favorites to refuel after a one-hour run this morning. So, yeah. Trip, you're helping us out here. We all have our resolutions, and some of those include trying to eat better and exercise more. I even am guilty of that, although I, I'm failing so far in 2020 with, with some of those goals. But yes, you can eat healthy by having some good Southern food. In this case, according to this nurse practitioner, snap beans and butter beans are healthy and nutritious, and they're helping him refuel after a big run. That's great news to know. And finally, here in our hashtag hullabaloo, we have a tweet coming in from Beautiful Disaster at Bloodfeather69. And they write, Yeah, I'm about to smash on this hoghead cheese. Yeah, it's a southern thing. Hoghead cheese. I had no idea. And Bloodfeather69, let me write, kind of share with our listeners here what in the world hoghead cheese is. Also known as brawn, B R A W N, it originated in medieval Europe. And it's usually served cold before a holiday meal with a side of mustard for slathering on the congealed appetizer. And while it was once common, it was even considered a delicacy in the Middle Ages. But hogshead cheese, some of you might have had that over the holidays. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah, according to Beautiful Disaster, he's about to smash that on. And yeah, it's a Southern thing, according to him. So I'll, I'll leave that with you and y'all can enjoy your own hoghead cheese if you'd like. 
That is a hashtag hullabaloo abbreviated version here to start out our y'all show here on this Monday. When we come back in hour number two, stick around. We're going to have a recap of the weekend in sports, NFL football news, college football news, and Jerry Schwartz also joining us in hour number two. This is y'all. We'll be right back. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hour two of the Y'all Show, first show of 2020. Get your 2020 vision right here on the show that's got a clear focus on everything Southern. I am John Rawl. Wonderful to have you back in here as we begin this new decade of talking about the South. Jerry Short's going to be joining me in just a handful of minutes as we'll walk through what's going on in Takapola, U.S. of A., and we'll get him to weigh in on what's going on in the Middle East, plus an adventure for Jerry back in the early 1960s that he wants to tell us about. All that coming up in our Teller of Tales from Takapola, Jerry Short. Well, we begin this hour with a look back at the weekend in sports. We've been off the air for a few weeks, so some of this might be a little bit old, especially some of the bold talk we will share with you. But 
Let's first talk about what happened over the weekend for the National Football League. A very good weekend of wild card football. And we saw teams like the Buffalo Bills and the Houston Texans go into overtime. Deshaun Watson, the superhero there on Saturday as the Texans advance with a 22-19 win over the Buffalo Bills. And then that other game on Saturday featured the New England Patriots and Tom Brady hosting the upstart Tennessee Titans. And the Music City Miracles went up to Boston and walked out with a 20-13 win. A huge win there in Foxborough for the Titans. They advance and they'll play next against the Baltimore Ravens. The other games in the NFL from the weekend were on Sunday. A thrilling game there in the Superdome in New Orleans. The Saints, for the third straight year, have a walk-off loss in the playoffs as Minnesota goes into the Big Easy and emerges in overtime 26-20. to Cousins, a huge game there at quarterback for Minnesota, and they get the victory, and they move on to San Francisco. The Seahawks went into Philadelphia, and thanks to D.K. Metcalf of Oxford, Mississippi, and Russell Wilson from Richmond, Virginia, the Seahawks won 17-9. Oh, don't want to leave out Jadeveon Clowney, who is from, is he from Rock Hill? He's from South Carolina, I know that. He's on defense for the Hawks, and Seattle wins and ends the Eagles' season with 17-9, your final there. So that is the results of Sunday and Saturday's wild card action. And then we get to next week. Minnesota is going to be playing San Francisco in that first game on Saturday. You have the Titans at Baltimore on Saturday. Those are your Saturday games. And then your other divisional playoff games for the NFL coming up this weekend on Sunday. The Texans travel to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. And the late game is Green Bay there in the ice and snow, perhaps, hosting the Seattle Seahawks in your Fox Sunday evening contest. And winners advance to the conference championship game the following Sunday. Other NFL news to tell you about as we look back on the weekends. Will they finally pull a trigger in Frisco, Texas? And the Cowboys are going to have a new coach as Jason Garrett's contract will not be renewed by Jerry Jones, the owner and GM of Dallas. And he put a statement out saying that Garrett's level of commitment, character, and dedication to this organization has been outstanding at every stage of his career. His tenure of leadership will be characterized by his ability to produce teams that always played with great effort, emotion, and passion, and he represented our organization with great pride, loyalty, and respect. But he's out, so who will the boys go with next? There's interviews already being scheduled with Marvin Lewis, the longtime Bengals head coach, also former Packers coach Mike McCarthy. They're in the discussion for a possible successor to Jason Garrett, who posted a 85 and 67 record as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, all this NFL stuff really gets heated up now with the coaching vacancies and the free agency. Tom Brady will likely be playing for another team next year, Philip, or, or this coming year now that we're in 2020. Philip Rivers, his future is very much in doubt. Eli Manning. We don't know exactly what all is going to be happening with. All this will be developing, and we'll carry it right here on the Y'all Show. Hey, to college football, we actually have a bowl game to going on this evening. Are y'all ready for some more bowl action? Yes, it's going to be taking place in Mobile, Alabama, 
at Lad People Stadium. It's the Lending Tree Bowl, the old Mobile Bowl, and the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns and the Red Hawks and Redskins of Miami from Ohio will be teeing it up at Lad People's. This game's set for a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Mobile time kick on ESPN. This is the last traditional, if you want to call it, bowl game of this postseason. That's because there's only one, at least from the college football playoff standpoint, game left, and that's Clemson and LSU getting together one week from today on January 13th at Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. Congratulations to Clemson as they went in and took care of business out in the desert against Ohio State. LSU throttled Oklahoma. It's the Battle of Death Valley. Death Valley duel Clemson and LSU. This is going to be a fantastic national championship game next week. Now, the FCS playoffs, they have their national championship in Frisco, Texas. And this Saturday, tune in to ABC. You've got North Dakota State going for like the 100th national championship in a row for them. And they'll be facing off against one of our southern schools, the James Madison Dukes and North Dakota State getting together in Frisco for that championship that Saturday, if you can't wait till Monday, for the FBS Ranks National Championship. But my quick thoughts on the bowl postseason, Tennessee, a thrilling win against Indiana in the Gator Bowl. That was great. Alabama, they did what they had to do against Michigan. Auburn let one slip out there in that bowl game on New Year's Day. It was a heck of a win for Kentucky against Virginia Tech. That game in Charlotte, Mississippi State should have won that game. As a result of losing to Louisville, Joe Moorhead is asked to walk out of Starkville. They're looking for a new head coach right now for the Mississippi State Bulldogs. You saw the Memphis Tigers get throttled in the Cotton Bowl. A great season for the U of M, 53-39. Penn State won that one. And Really, I was a, I, I like the Liberty Bowl. I want to give a shout out to the Naval Academy. I had a chance to talk to their starting quarterback over the holiday break, and he is from Clarksville, Tennessee. And the midshipmen defeated Kansas State in the Liberty Bowl. But all in all, a pretty good bowl season. Some good games, and again, there's a game tonight in case you want to get back into the college football frenzy. Well, that's a quick look at the weekend in sports here on today's Y'all Show. Stick with us when we come back after the break. Jerry Short is going to be back here for his first report from Takapola of 2020. Can't wait for that. All that ahead on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. 
Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Continuing on with the Monday, y'all, as we begin a whole new year and a whole new decade of the show that's all about the South. And we have now on the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl, our first report from our Takapola storyteller, Jerry Shorts, joining us. Happy New Year to you, Mr. Jerry. Happy New Year to you. Can you believe it went that fast? It went fast. Hope you, we've been off the air. If you just now tuning in today, after a few weeks, we've been kind of taking it easy for a few weeks, catching up on some work on the farm, Jerry. And, Absolutely. and now we got the mules, I guess, ready to go and get going with a whole new year of the Y'all Show. We got the mules, you said? That's what I said. That's right. That's like being up in Columbia, Tennessee for Mule day, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. Cousin of mine sent me a card and it's uh, got a picture of mule. They dropped a mule for New Year's Eve. Oh, and, uh, oh in Columbia, that's, Tennessee, that's, there. In Columbia, yeah. Well, they call itself Mule Town. And it's got a, a nice card with a picture of a mule dressed in an Elvis costume. <laughs> so, so Elvis has made it to, to Mule Town also. Well, that's great. That, that was good, I thought. It's, it's a cute picture. Well, but, um, Jared, did you have a good couple of weeks there off of the all show? Oh, uh, stay pretty busy, but uh, you know how Christmas is. It uh, you got so many things to do and so many bases to cover um, that uh, you really don't. It's probably the busiest time of the year. You, you got to uh, try to have fun out of it. If you don't, uh, it'll work you to death. So uh, you travel here and you travel there and you wonder what so-and-so would want for a present and can I take care of all these grandkids and thank goodness I don't have any more than I am and because I sure couldn't take care of any more but uh, yeah we had a we had a pretty good Christmas and uh, pretty good new year coming and let's slow this new year down a little bit and not let it go as fast as the last one did because I'm running out of daylight 
Yeah, well, we, I think we all are running out of daylight a little bit, and if not, we're burning daylight. Well, the daylight ended on January 3rd for General Qasem Soleimani of Iran as he was killed in Baghdad. The big story there as the U.S., led by President Trump, ordered his death there just outside of the Baghdad airport as he was commander of the Quds Force. And now here this week, as lawmakers gather again in Washington, D.C., Jerry, you will hear both sides of this argument. It was justified. This guy was a bloody killer. Hundreds and hundreds of Americans died because of his actions there leading the Iran Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. Also, you're going to hear the other side say this was an assassination and we had no business doing this. Jerry, you are a guy who served in our special forces, in our armed forces. What do you think about this strike on Soleimani and where we go from here? Well, it was about um, 12 years, 12, 10, 15 years past due, I think. And, uh, we went through two presidents that had chances, and both of them didn't take it because they're not the uh, greatest generation. It seems like uh, our leadership for the last uh, two uh, terms, especially in the Oval Office, uh, they worry too much about what the outcome will be, um, long range or short range either, of taking care of business as it should be taken care of. So, you know, that would go for uh, Bush or Obama, as far as I'm concerned. Huh. Both of them had a chance, and both of them should have taken care of business, and they did not. And they let it fall in the hands. I think I heard you talking about we would hear it from both ways, and it was justified, and it wasn't justified, and uh, it was a murder, and it was assassination, and and it was rightful. So uh, we've got to hear all that now where if um, either one of the other two would have taken him out, probably wouldn't have been through any of these big discussions. Uh-huh. Well, the guy, was like, no matter how you feel, the guy pretty much had been operating as he wanted to. He'd had death threats. I guess he'd even had attempts on his life before. But I know listening to some people over the weekend who were in our armed forces, they followed him closely in the special forces, and they were told more than once, do not take him out because of the repercussions of taking out General Soleimani would be too harsh. President that's Trump exactly, does just the opposite. That's exactly what I was talking about. And, uh, you know, you can't worry if you're going to be the greatest generation this one is is failing us because you can't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, we've gone through other leaders. McCarthy would have never gone back to uh, the Philippines, like I was saying a while ago. Would have never dropped a bomb on Hiroshima or Nagasaki uh, if, if Truman would have worried about what it was going to do to drop that bomb, if they were just going to flood us or if they were going to back up. So, you know, if you're in war, war, there's only one thing to, in war, and that's to win. And, you know, we may not call this a war now, but it is the making of a war. And I think I think our president put it best when he said, I didn't start a war, I stopped a war. And uh, we may have conflicts. We may have, you know, they've got 36 or 38 or so many targets designated that uh, Iran says. Uh, we've got 52. 
ironically, that's a number that fits with hostages. Um, so, you know, we may have those that many uh, skirmishes. But if you're known of a war that didn't have a, a Normandy or a or a Black Forest or a or a, or another battle here and another battle there, uh, without liberating it and winning the thing, mm-hmm. so. You can't look back. You got to go ahead. Yeah. And and our president went ahead and 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 hands hands up to him. I yeah. just you know I appreciate it and I'm just proud we have him right now as as our commander in chief. Well, if you are a casual observer of history and you're not old enough to be, let's say, forty years plus in age. You probably don't remember what happened back in 1979 when the Revolutionary Guard helped lead the Iranian Revolution. And if you were around in this country, you know all about how the Iranians stormed the embassy there in Tehran. And we had hundreds of Americans that were hostages for a long time. It was a major story of the President Jimmy Carter administration. And it was just a rough time for our country. We were really just it was very depressing to see this country oh, known, it was as, awful. It was awful. known as iran come out of yeah. nowhere and who are they to capture civilians in our embassy and hold them hostage as they did for gosh what was it more 300 than, something days yeah more than a year and i think it was more than a year and and um then jimmy carter finally okays a raid by the delta force and they're in the desert trying to get there to get them out of the embassy but what happens he's trying to orchestrate it from the white house uh-huh. you know i know jimmy carter was highly intelligent i think he was a nuclear sub commander if i'm not mistaken he was a nuclear scientist maybe and uh he was highly educated however it seems like he failed us in common sense and war college Oh, knowledge. All right. Well, Jerry, I want to ask you, going back to that 1979 time period, that's a time where you would have been, were you in the Special Forces at that time? Uh, yeah. So were, were y'all practicing for raids, you know, make-believe the, stuff in Iran we, and places like that? You know, when we had, uh, I was in a reserve component at that, that, that time, obviously. And, uh, yes, we did. We talked about it uh, quite frequently and. uh what we would do if we were called. And we knew Delta Force had a brag. They were going to handle this thing. And, you know, it, it, it was, it was top secret until it, until we got on the, on the ground in the desert and the storm hit. And then we had to retreat because the planes crashed into each other yeah. and exploded. And, uh, there was a guy that I'd been in the uh, unit with at one time. It was over there. And, uh, he came back later, and he was talking about what a disaster the raid. Everything was planned perfect, but then they was held on the ground a little bit too long before they made their next move on into the embassy. And we could have done it, but we had to refuel on the ground. And so it really, you know, we, we were we were stopped by some of our so-called allies at the time to for flight patterns and things. And that same thing happened on, uh, do you remember when? Um, Libya. Uh, yeah, you remember that, right? Gaddafi, yeah. We couldn't fly over uh, French airspace. Yeah, and that was in we the early 80s with Reagan. Around. Yeah, and I mean, so, you know, it was things like that that sometimes NATO and our great allies don't help us with that we've 
had a history of liberating. Yeah, maybe we should have just skipped past France in World War II and just invaded Germany and left France under Vichy control. <laughs> well, my daddy wouldn't have had near as much fun. <laughs> all, all his pictures were all his pictures was when he was on leave in France, and uh, hey, it was some pretty good, pretty good looking fraulines that had made their way over into France and pretended to be French girls, I believe. But uh, anyway, wow, it was uh, that was that. No, I'm just joking about all that, but that was true. But uh, yeah, I wish. Uh, sometimes I wish that. Uh, the Waterloo would have been the last Waterloo for that group. Yeah. Well, Soleimani killed again at the start of this year. Reaction coming in from various sides. We covered some of this in our first hour here on the Y'all Show. But, Jerry, we heard you say earlier here in our time with you, as we're visiting with the Teller of Tales from Takapola, that at least in Takapola and other parts of the South, taking this guy out, a good decision by the administration. You know, I've got maybe one or two people that I'm not real sure yet how liberal they are, but I haven't heard from them. But everyone I've heard for, feel, heard from feels exactly like I do, that it was time, it was past time, and uh, it was the right thing to do. And it's thumbs up, uh, President Trump. So. Well, I listened to various news sources, and it was not a Republican who said this over the weekend I'm trying to think who exactly it was. Somebody either it was a, a, a Democrat or just someone who played it down straight down the line, maybe a retired military person. But we keep hearing how this man, this general from Iran, Soleimani, killed hundreds. I actually heard the count at 600 Americans That's true. attributed to him and his <laughs> leadership and their death. Now, again, it's bad that he died. It's bad anybody has to die, okay? But this guy might have been asking for it because not only did he have american blood on his hands he has to go kind of moonlight in baghdad where we just had all the unrest at the embassy there just at the end of uh, at the end of december and here's this guy why is he showing up in another country he asked for it in my opinion yeah yeah yeah. we're we're not we're not so sure that he didn't orchestrate what happened at that embassy yeah and And this was almost a layup i hate to use a sports metaphor this was seems like it was almost a layup for the trump administration to take him out if he's right there sticking it in your eye in baghdad well nothing's past them being a martyr and uh you know that goes a long ways with those uh those type of people in that part of the world and uh if you can go down as a martyr you might uh go down and then uh extend your uh you know it's not like us we we want to win a war in a year they don't care if it takes a hundred years yeah so that that's that's something with them. They'll piddle around and piddle around, and we might have an incident that might happen ten years from now that'd be related to this. But so be it. Well, that's why we're not likely to beat them in a traditional war, because we really don't want to go invade their country. I don't think we're really I don't think President Trump wants a war. I think he just saw this again as an I hate to use the sports metaphor as a layup. You you had to take him out. He's sitting there in Baghdad, for goodness sakes. He's responsible. That's right. You know, you know, sanctions are only going to do so much. And it don't it doesn't just looking at the people in the streets that are in mourning over this guy, and they're just everywhere, and there's millions of people 
and they're passing this coughing around if that's it if anything's in that coffee they're passing it around and they're acting like they are hey he's got he's still got people on his side we've had sanctions on them we've almost got them starved down according to the reports you get but that that's not going to do it you have got to either get out of there and i if if they do anything else there's only one thing to do and that's hit their refineries and I'd hit their refineries, and that'll that'll break them. Yeah. And then you leave. But what what kind of worries me a little bit now, John? If you look at Iran and Iraq, they're kind of buttering uh, budding up a little bit. It's like uh, Iraq is not uh, after we liberated them and built them back. I mean, I commented to someone the other day after the Civil War and we had to score search. Uh, plan for the south they didn't even build an outhouse back for us but we built everything i know lots of guys that had to go over there and reserve uh engineering components to build back buildings and everything that we even touched when we were right when we went into Iraq mm. in Baghdad. Well, it's a so, big, big fat mess. It was going to be a big fat mess, whether General Soleimani was killed or not. But I think it's going to be a big mess. Hopefully, we all wish and we pray for the best result and the least American bloodshed result as we go forward here in 2020. But well, Jerry, I appreciate you weighing in again with your special forces background. I wanted with to- the drones we have this day and time. We don't have to lose much American blood. Well, we've got we've got technology now that, uh, you know, we can go ahead and take care of a lot of business that we would not have been able to take care of 10, 15 years ago. We'll continue visiting with Jerry Shorts in addition to spending time with friends and family over the weekend and watching football. Of course, a lot of people go see movies. Well, I hadn't seen this movie here in a couple of years, and I saw it over the holiday break. Catch Me If You Can, the Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio movie from many years ago. And I don't have you ever seen Catch Me If You Can, Jerry? You know, I, I don't think it's played at the Taco Polo Malibu Plaza yet. Yeah. I, I just yeah. don't believe it's been here. I hadn't seen it. With all those screens you got there at your plaza theater, you can't squeeze that one in. I, 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 well, it's a great movie. It's about the guy that wrote bad checks many, many years ago and went all over the world as a youngster, like as a 16, 17 years old. Fantastic movie. Jerry, you ought to see it. But in the spirit of that, when you told me a little bit about something you did as a teenager, I kind of connected the two that maybe your story might even be better than that Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio film. And we're going to talk about that when we come back with Jerry Short here on the Y'all Show. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do. 
hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Back into the Y'all Show. It's our final segment here on this first show of 2020. We hope all of you had a wonderful couple of weeks as we did take a little break here over the Christmas and New Year's holidays. We're back at it here talking about the South on the Y'all Show. We got our friend Jerry Short reporting to us for the first time in this new decade. And Jerry, as we begin this new decade, as I mentioned in the previous segment, I watched a couple of movies over the little hiatus we had. One of those was Catch Me If You Can, the movie that stars Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio about Frank Abagnale. I think it's his last name. And he was a famous guy who wrote all these bad checks for many years. And I think he got several million dollars as a result of that. He started doing it when he was about 16 years old, went around the world portraying he he portrayed he he was a co-pilot for pan am airways for a while and had never gone to flight school he he was a doctor he faked himself as a doctor in atlanta for a while he was a lawyer for a while in new orleans all of this was totally something that he kind of worked his way through and didn't actually get the degrees for although i heard he did pass the bar of louisiana but anyway, he had oh. a rather adventurous 16, 17, 18-year-old time frame, and he ended up getting caught, had to go to jail for a while, ended up going to work for the FBI to help catch counterfeit checks, the people that wrote those things back in the day. Jerry, I know you may not have had that kind of criminal background as a, a child, but that doesn't mean you didn't have mischief. No, I had a little mischief. And uh, I, I saw something the other day that made me think about, you know what these uh insulators are it used to be on telephone poles for the original telephone wire and but originally it was for the uh marsh code for uh telegraph lines and they were on telephone poles and they usually paralleled a uh, um railroad track and uh 
when they did away with all that stuff in the late 30s and 40s, and it might be one or two left laying, but, you know, the, the, the technology there was, it had to go on the wire. And then it had to go around those, they were either green, white, or clear, or blue, and they screwed on the uh, on the cross pieces on a telephone pole. I, I d- did not know what you're talking about. I pulled out my good friend, Mr. Google, here. And, yeah, uh-huh. I, I think I know what you're talking about. It was, they were made out of glass. Glass, They almost look like salt shakers. Yeah, but, and, but they screwed down. They had a on those on those cross pieces on a telephone pole, they would come across. It might be two or three uh, layers tall. And then they would screw down on the, in a round wood thing and were holler in the middle. And so they become collector's items kind of. Yeah, and, I see where people have taken them and used them to make lampshades and things like yeah, that. Oh, with. yeah. They were big. The big. It became a kind of a big deal about I'm thinking 1961, okay. and somebody told me about it. So we got some tree climbers, and we would climb these telephone poles because they had already cut them loose them down the railroad track. And we were getting them to sell them. So we had hundreds of them, and me and two or three other guys. So Again, this was, is when you were 15, 16 years old? This is when I old? was about 15 years okay. old, probably. And uh, so he, he told us one day that one of our friends is older than us. He had a vehicle. He said, you know, down in Biloxi, they got this antique place he had heard about, and they're giving about a dollar a piece for these things. And uh, <laughs> don't, so don't, we, don't tell me uh, that you went to Biloxi. We went to Biloxi. Which was several hundred miles away. Oh gosh, it was like going across the United States. Oh gosh, it was. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, I'd say three hundred fifty miles, four hundred. Right at, right at three fifty, probably. By the time you back in those days, you didn't have interstate everywhere. You had to go through every town. It took a full eighteen hours to go that distance, probably. So we went down to Biloxi, and uh, we what we had a back of a truck. that had kind of a made an A-frame uh, tarpaulin back in it, and it was tough, and it was like a 51 Ford, this guy, this friend of ours had. So we go to Biloxi. But you didn't well, hitchhike there. You actually did get a ride. No, we, he, had, he had a vehicle, and, and my parents and all, uh, they trusted this guy really a lot. So we were supposedly out running trot lines and fishing and stuff. And camping out at the lake. Right around Takapola, not Biloxi. Yeah, yeah, like where Yachty River heads up and all that stuff. So <clears throat> we end up going down there. Well, it takes forever. You go through every little town in the world, and uh, but you catch every red light in the world. Well, the things that happened on the way down there, you could write a book about. Uh, we stopped at a place, a guy bumped us, and he got mad, and we had a Vista Cuff round right there downtown Durant, Mississippi. And uh, the police come, and we had to explain to them that, you know, we were just uh, full of vinegar and spice and nothing nice, I guess. So we got to keep going on, and we got to Biloxi, and it was dark. Well, at, they had a National Guard army then. It was in an old gymnasium, and we had, you could uh, raise the back windows, and we'd got We'd got some uh, wool uh, sleeping bags. So we had about three wool sleeping bags that we carried down there. So we slept on the beach. And back in that day and time, Biloxi was like 
I mean, it was like Long Beach, California, or like Malibu or somewhere. I mean, everybody from New Orleans, everybody from Alabama, you didn't have like the coast is now. Everything was just about in Biloxi. Even Al Capone had a place at Waveland, Mississippi. Now, what now, time of year time, are we talking about? We went down there end mm, of May, is right after school was out. Okay, so it was warm. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was warm. It was hot. And uh, so we go down there and we sleep on the beach at first night. Well, the next day we're up and we're trying to find out where to sell those things. Well, we was asking around about it and we never could find out exactly. So some girls showed up down there on the beach and we started playing touch football with them and, and they were really older than us. And they were like uh, college girls. And we were like uh, middle, lower grade high school, except for the one boy who had the vehicle. So we go down there and we play with them and all. And this girl tells me, she said, you know, this is where I, I guess I, I was breaking in to be an adult and didn't know it. She said, I think I'm going to slip back over here tonight. Are y'all going to stay over here? And I said, yeah. She said, I get away from these girls. I'll be back over here. Y'all, where y'all going to be camped? And I don't know if you've been to Biloxi. You know how those how those drains run out in the Mississippi Sound? Right. And we camped out next to those things. And I said, we'll be by that one down there. So anyway, they come down there that night. And then others go back, but she stayed there. She probably thought I was an iceberg i was so cold and scared of a, <laughs> of a 20 year old girl but she spent the whole night down there with me on the on that sleeping bag this is your confessional a little Wait, now, say, 60 years too iceberg. late i think the titanic hit me i'm not sure but um anyway biloxi was bad they had show clubs they had show bars they had uh, Chaffarel, they had the this and that club, and they had uh, in those days they did the Gypsy Rose Lee burlesque type thing, and we went in one of those places. At my age, they didn't even check IDs, and people were drinking, and they were dancing on the on the runway, and all that kind of stuff. So I was getting educated. I really got educated down there, and then I was trying to flirt with a dang one of those uh, Gypsy Rose Lee type ladies of the evening. And uh, so we stayed up all night. So when it was all over with, they they came, they went to eat uh, breakfast. And we told them we would meet them over there, but we hadn't sold those insulators yet, you know. And, and so we, we, we didn't have any money to amount to anything. So the next day we did sell them, but the price was 50 cents a piece. Ah. Uh-huh. And I think they've gone up now. I looked not too long ago, and they they were numbered, and they were wherever they were molded or made, kind of like coins. They were worth more money, and the colors of them were worth more money, and they had a little different design. But anyway, we still all all three of us had over a hundred dollars a piece off of what we sold. So we were big shots, and they had a place down there that then called Gus Stevens. And that's where James Mansfield's last performance. If anybody out in the audience remembers Jane Mansfield, she got killed after she played at Gus Stevens going to New Orleans in the, in the fog that ran up under a truck. And uh, Amy Van Dorn played there. So we went in there, and I'm sitting there, and um, I ordered a – I'd heard of 
cocktail. So I order a cocktail. And this waitress won't give me one. Finally, a man comes over there. He's maitre d' or something. He come over there and he said, what's your problem? I said, I was wanting a cocktail. And, I, you know, I've said it in my squeaking voice. And he said, uh, oh, you want a cocktail? Sure. And he went to her. And, boy, she started pouring the cocktails on me. Huh. And I never had had a cocktail. It's, cocktails weren't legal. I mean, you know, only thing around Taco Polo then would have been white lightning. And I would have been tied to the barn if I would have drank any white lightning. Hmm. So I had that cocktail or two or three or four and uh, At flirted with all them people. And they treated you like gold. Never asked for any ID. Never asked for anything. And then those girls came in from, they were from Arkansas. And uh, so they came in and they sat down at the table with us. And we danced and we did all this. And here I am, you know, I guess I'm 15. And uh, so I'm being exposed to this world of mafia, which is at Biloxi. It just didn't get any worse than you know, Al Capone, Al Capone, I told you had a place. Then you had Al Hurd had a club there. He was a uh, trumpet player. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, uh, Pete Fountain had a hotel and a, and a club there. And they were all, they had a clubs there and they had them in New Orleans. So they would play. So we'd go to Pete Fountain's with those girls and we do all this, these older girls. So. Anyway, those older girls are trying to make gentlemen out of us, or men, and we're being gentlemen. You can take that any kind of way you want to take that. But anyway, that was an experience in itself, just that mess. Well, the next day, we were going to leave, and then we decided, well, this boy called home to tell his mother that he was going, we were going to fish longer. <laughs> so we were going to make another day of fishing. Not in so Biloxi, though. You know, not in Biloxi. You thought you were still right on the, the outskirts of Takapola. It would be Town Creek and Yachtney River heading up, you know. So uh, we um, we go back down on the beach that next day, and these girls were supposed to meet us, and they were from Missouri. I thought They'd you said they were from Arkansas. From- no, this Arkansas girl I'm getting ready to tell you about. Ah, sorry. It, was a, it was a girl from Arkansas, and she had a she had a dog tied around her ankle, a rope. And I guess the straighter dog would run off. And she was over there, and she couldn't put suntan lotion on her back. Well, she, she looked over at us, and she walks over there. And the rope on this dog is 40 foot long, it looks like. And the dog's running all the way around the place. She comes over and asks us where we put suntan on her. And she wasn't any uh, Daisy May. I mean, she was uh, just a regular girl. And we all, we laid on our backs. And and then I turned my head the other way, and the other boy turned his head the other way. The boy on her side, he got captured, and he he put all that on her. And then he had to go over there. And then she wanted pictures taken. She had a Polaroid. And we made so much fun of that poor boy. We took pictures from a distance. <laughs> Of him with that girl with that dog tied around her leg, and then she had an old car from Arkansas up there. But she was from Arkansas by herself down there doing that, and then she wanted to come lay down with us and do all that. So she did, and then these girls came up, and we got this gal down there with this dog tied to her leg, and uh, the Missouri girls come up, and you're Miss Arkansas, 
and uh, she's from the Ozark, somewhere around Dog Patch area, somewhere. And um, but she's not Daisy May, okay? She's a more like. Um, uh, uh, we got it. We got it. You get the picture. You get the picture. So when the girls come down there, and we were going to have a whole nother night to go out with them, and we had a, we had everything planned. Well, they got mad about this Arkansas girl being down there, and they act like we had abandoned them for this girl, and so we lost them. We we didn't get the fifty cents a piece for our our equipment that we were so proud of that I think selling for big money today. Wish I still had some of them. I just looked, but, Jerry. Uh, for only forty two dollars, you can bid right now on eBay for a pair of hoop skirt glass power line insulators in green and aqua blue. Forty two bucks uh, for a pair. That's a little bit more than fifty cents. That's better than fifty cents. And we had boo coodles of them, and we ended up. We even cut a deal to get the rest we had, and probably I don't even know what it brought. It was two or three boxes. Well, they might not have brought a quarter, the, the ones we got rid of. But anyway, we got home, and we had money, and we fought our way out of there. And the girls left us from Missouri and put us down, and we had Miss Arkansas and her dog, and oh. we slept on the sand, and, and we went to Gus Stevens' place, and he fed us free. <laughs> now, he was a famous guy, but we had been in there, and he saw us. And he came over to the table. I'll never forget it. And he's the one that would book James Mansfield, if anybody knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. And it was a girl called Amy Van Dorn in her all-girl review. They performed there. And it, it was it was really an experience that I'll never forget. And, uh, you know, if you would have been standing off at a distance looking at us, You'd have probably had a big laugh, John. And, uh, <laughs> Maybe that's what Sam Stevens did. He got a big laugh. Like, who are these hillbillies coming in here from <laughs> Takapola to my famous mobster club in Biloxi, Mississippi? Look, the- man, it, it was it was a place. It, it, when we went in that place, that uh, gentleman's club, and and they were coming down the runway. Oh, and then I left out. It's, it's so many things happened while we were down there. Well, we got to go here in just a second, but hurry up. Well, we had a, we had enough money. There's a place called the White House, and it's still there. But we went in it and got a room, and it, it, they had women of the ill repute. Is that the word? Sounds good to me. Sounds good. And uh, that door swung open all night. But we had a knot hole we could look through. As we watch people come and go, and so I mean that was it was just an experience that I think every fifteen year old boy should experience. Oh yeah, I call it bad parenting. However, your parents never even knew you did this. No, they didn't know. They thought you know they thought you were fishing. And the other part of the story is we'd caught enough fish that we had them staked out on on uh, on uh, hooks and lines that uh, we carried them on in with us, and it looked like we'd had a Really good fishing trip, also. So <laughs> times have changed, at least for some people. Jerry, 
Thank long you jumping. for the memories, and we're glad that you survived that night back in the early 1960s. I'm not sure I've survived, but I'm still trying. All right. Okay. Well, you have a great Thanks week, so and good to talk to you, sir. Jerry Short, Teller of Tales from Takapola. Well, that will wrap up our Y'all Show for today. We'll be right back here come Tuesday for Matt Herman's. Our barrister of Bodacious Barbecue will be on. We'll talk a little politics as well on the Tuesday, y'all. You don't want to miss it. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl. Thanks for listening. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed.